What's up, everybody? This is the Pardon My Jerk podcast. I'm coming back to you with Dunk, and we're here at Chateau du Hamlet. Today, we're talking our three-minute debates. What's up, Dunk? What's going on, man? So, before we kick things off uh, with our, our idea for today's episode, uh, we, we put a post out into the community on Facebook uh, after our last podcast. And basically, we want, to do, we want to do another Run It Back podcast, but Roby put it out there to you guys. Hey, what do you want to listen to? So we put it out there on Facebook, and uh, I got to tell you, I'm pleased with the response that we got from the community. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you uh, to Roy Gangle, who said, fuck of I care about nerd shit, <laughs> which... Uh, We've established it's going to be Dunk's new catchphrase when I introduce him on the show. <laughs> Somebody established that. I don't know if it was me. <laughs> um, and I want to, and uh, I want to give a shout out to Jaeger von Sorkrat, uh, Sauerkraut, bro. The- von Sauerkraut. Von Sauerkraut. Um, for giving us the ABCs of salvation. So thank you for that. I've already got a poster on my wall. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, a couple of hurtful gifts followed suit after that. So <laughs> thanks, everybody. If anybody's interested in giving us a suggestion for our next uh, Run It Back podcast, go ahead and uh, shoot <clears throat> us a DM, comment on the Facebook page. Um, also, gifts are accepted, I guess. So any hoozles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing today, Dunk? Did you work out? No, I didn't work out today. Work so, work caught up with me. Oh yeah. yeah. So what what'd you uh what'd you hit last? Uh I did a heavy thruster workout. I did uh two sets at 15, 12, 9 rep scheme, thrusters at 135 and assault, assault bike calories. Uh rest three minutes in between sets. Hmm. I dig this workout. So we talked off air about it a little bit. I actually might give this one a shot. I do like heavy thrusters a lot, but uh you want to do it. 1348, that was the time for me. 1348, that's the time to beat on this week's jerk work. Hashtag it. Um, yeah, I'm still on I'm still on the mend. So uh today was essentially an off day, but uh yesterday I did like a 45-minute imam of uh five different exercises on the minute, just kind of try to keep moving. So it was like handstand walk, heavy double unders, GHD sit-ups. D ball cleans and like farmers carries. You listen to uh, the Fraser pod too much of these 40 minute imams that he does all the time. <laughs> well, this one was like low intensity, long duration. It's kind I of what you. I was going for, you know? And uh, dude, the trick with those workouts is like, don't even think about how many rounds you have left, how many minutes you just like go. I put a podcast on. I'm just like, I'm not done until this podcast is over. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of the approach I feel like you you almost have to take it. Otherwise, like my I start going like crazy. You sit there and you look at the clock at like 18 minutes and you're like, God, I feel like I've been doing this forever already. Right, exactly. Yeah. So so but uh today was essentially a rest day. Tomorrow is gonna be a full-on rest day because you and I have a comp coming up this weekend. Oh yeah. Which I'm excited for, even though I'm probably not gonna be performing at my best. Nah. But <laughs> So apologies in advance to that one. No, we're just doing it to earn our beers. 
You want to work out tomorrow? Can if you want to. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Take it easy. I got to do an actual CrossFit workout before this competition at some point. Okay. So, uh, all right. So let's jump into it. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what we're doing here today. Um, so we wanted, I wanted to do something novel, something a little bit different, something a little fun. Um, I really enjoy our episodes that we have where we can argue with each other. So I figured, like, let's just go machine gun style, right? So we're going to take a bunch of different topics. Uh, we're going to each topic, we're going to give three minutes, uh, three minute time cap to each of us is going to get about 90 seconds to argue our point. Bang, bang. And we're going to move on to the next, the next topic. Okay. And we're going to try not to linger too much. All right. Try, we'll try not to. We'll try not to linger too much, but this probably would have been a good, a good one for us to have Roby in here to be like, Hey, shut up, move on. I've got <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to alternate. I read a question, you read a question, and then we'll go, kind of go from there. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, dude. So question number one. All right. Uh, we are, he returns back to individual competition this year. Okay. Are you going to take Froning or the field when it comes to winning the 2021 individual men's CrossFit games? And go. The field. Uh, Ferning was good when he was winning his four straight, but he was like, he never won, like he didn't win very many, like convincingly, you know? And I feel like athletes have just gotten better over the last, however many years it's been. Um, he's like, he's consistently top in the open, but I, I don't see him going to the games as an individual, being able to handle all that for the entire weekend and coming out on top of every on coming out on top at all. I don't think he'd finish in the top. I don't think he'd podium. You don't think he'd podium? Mm -mm. Dude. No. Come on, keep going. Keep going. You got to back this shit up. No, <laughs> no man. I don't. Why Homeboy's don't you got bad knees now. He, uh, he's got bad knees. Um, I still don't think he's the greatest endurance athlete. I think – I don't think his, his strengths – are as much of strengths anymore, like as they were back in like 2012. And I think his weaknesses are still probably close to where he was back then. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you're fucking wrong. <laughs> well, we know you've got a crush on Froning. So. Dude, I'm taking, no, I'm taking, you know, honestly, honestly, before this year, I would have said 100% the field, no questions asked. Okay. However, from like what we've observed from him in the open this year, from him just kind of farting his way through the quarterfinals, I'm taking Froning. He would, to me, he would be the favorite. So the favorite, the favorite. Yeah. No. The Come favorite. On. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying more than a 50, more than a 50% chance that he wins it. Yeah. Better like two to one odds or say like three to five odds. So, because, first of all, he performs in the open year in and year out, and that is an excellent predictor for where you're going to finish at the games for some reason. I don't know why, okay? He performed in the open this year. He took, what, fourth place? Somewhere okay. From what we saw, he performed during quarterfinals, and I think his weaknesses are absolutely a strength of his now. Plus, you're seeing team fronting. You're seeing, like – 
off into retirement, golfing in Florida, proning. Okay, we if he shifted gears into individual, that dude would be burning the house down in terms of volume and what he'd be pouring on there. The guy, wow. I don't even think the guy really lifts that heavy anymore. Exactly. Like, and he's still, still strong. strong as shit. He's still strong, but no, I don't. I don't see it, man. <laughs> dude, I think he's past his prime. And time. Pat. <laughs> All right, you're up. All right. You're on a desert island. If you had to pick one exercise to do for the rest of your life, what is it? Uh, if I'm picking one exercise to do for the rest of my life, I am this is a tough this is a tough one between just bench press. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it's a toss-up between two exercises, but I know what I would go with. It'd be ring muscle-ups or barbell cleaning jerks. Ring muscle-ups, I just I, – I really enjoy doing them, and it's like every muscle in your upper body. But I think I, you would eventually just get really good at them, and I would just look like like a lean gymnast-type thing. Yeah. So I'm going to go clean and jerk. It pretty much works almost every single muscle in your entire body. You can keep progressing it. I can do light clean and jerks for – aerobic work and i can do heavy ones to try and get bigger and stronger so you got you got the triceps you got the shoulders you got legs you got the glutes you got the back pretty much everything but like your biceps pretty much gets used on the clean and jerk so if i'm going to stay like a relatively balanced athlete that's what i'm going to go for that was also what I was going to go for. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get it a little spicy, though, and, like, say, instead of just, like, the, the movement of a cleaning jerk, I was going to say bear complex. Oh, there you go. Is that a, yeah. a cop-out? No. Yeah. No, no I mean, I don't... bear complex hits, hits, all, hits everything, so. Well, okay, let's just take the barbell out of it completely. What are you, what are you picking for a desert island exercise? Ooh. Uh. Barbell out completely. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, burpees. 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 Cardio. You sick bastard. Cardio. The push-up, little chest pump. You know. Oh get, man. You can, get, you can get weird with it and do like a like a burpee squat. You know, like do whatever you need to with it. Good for you. Can you be a fit dude on that island? <laughs> Well, what the, what right. are you, what are you, so you're choosing the rings. I'd probably so say ring muscle-ups, muscle ups, like high rings. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not me. But yours doesn't even involve a piece of equipment. You could get – what happens when you get bored of burpees? Do a regular push-up. <laughs> All right. You got to pick. What happens, you get, that's a, what happens when you get tired of ring muscle-ups? But at least I have that. I, I can always just do burpees. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> but, the, but the question wasn't yeah, what yeah, yeah, you're equipment right, you're right. would you use one exercise. You're right. Um, all right, you're picking one one of the four main cardio machines. Which one are you going with? Uh, I think I think I'm going with the ski erg. The ski erg? Not, not that I like the ski erg the best. I think it's just the best full body workout. It's hmm. it's either that or the rower. Like it, like kind of pick your poison. I think the rower is going to hit your legs more, but like you can hit upper body with the ski erg and you can still hit all the cardio implements that you need to. Um, yeah. I think, I think he's, you, you can nice little tricep workout in there, you know? Yeah. I, th I, think, I think ski erg is the answer for me. I think the real answer really would be like a true form runner, but we'll, we'll take that out. 
Because that's so, what I mean. Wait, wait. If the true form runner wasn't the fourth option, what? Oh would yeah, it? you're right. I was thinking like, air like fan bike, C two bike, rower, gotcha. gotcha, and skier. I think those would be like the big four, right? I still, yeah, I still think I'd take the skier over the assault runner. I don't want to just run the rest of my life. I'm not going well, to be I'm an ultra marathon. There are a lot of healthy people out there that oh, do yeah, just yeah. run. Like you can't replace running. Running is. Yeah. And the true form, the thing about true form is it forces you to run correctly so yeah. you can run for a very long time and be healthy. And But yeah. uh, I'm going rower just because the rower is so versatile. Yeah. Like the rower is a true endurance aerobic tool, but it can also be an anaerobic lactic thresh, lactate threshold type of like you can do 100 meter all out sprints. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you can do a 5K, you know what I mean? And you can do everything in between and really change the stimulus on the rower. Yeah. And trust right. me, it really pains me to say that because I really hate the rower. <laughs> I, I think it's really a flip of the coin. I don't. I, I think a salt bike is easily, easily behind those two, in my opinion. Just based I think on the, the assault bike has like, of all those pieces, I think it has the least versatility. Yeah, I agree. Um, because it's, it, if when you see the assault bike for like a true, like sustainable endurance tool, I think that's where it starts to kind of fall, fall short, but yeah. obviously for like lactate threshold, like work, that type of stuff, uh, lactic intervals, like the assault bike is obviously amazing for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But all right. All right. So if you could get rid of the history of either the 2019 or 2020 games, which would you choose? So, so nobody bonus, remembers Nobody remembers anything from these games. They didn't happen. They're erased from the record books. Which one? Dude, this is a low-key tough question if you think about it. Because, um, like, 2019, in my opinion, was a better CrossFit games. But that was the year that, like, that just tanked CrossFit as a whole, like, Glassman just set the house on fire. Yeah. And I think it just hurt that year hurt the sport so much. You know what I mean? Where, and then. So you're talking about the whole year. Yeah. I'm saying let's get rid of like the entire year. Okay. Whereas like 2020 was objectively a worse season, worse games, but it was a company, there was a company behind it that really wanted to see it succeed. Yeah. So that's where it gets tough, man. Um, I would probably say get rid of the 2019 games, even though I didn't hate those games as much as a lot of people did, just because of the tough to reverse damage that 2019 did to the sport and did to the company and uh, the fanhood and the open. And that's all the stuff that I would love to see uh, sort of time machine. Yeah. No, I'd go with the 2019 games too. And talking strictly games, I just hated all the cuts. I hated the way they did. I hated the way they did the cuts. I hated the events they did leading up to the cuts. I hated that Noah Olson was in first place for so long. <laughs> this no, yeah, vendetta 20, you have against these two. This guy. 29, 2019 for sure. 2020. <laughs> I, I mean, I liked some of the things they did in 2020. I thought it was something that was like a cool one-off. You know, like they went back to Aromas. Like the five, the ten, the ten competitors was, it was cool just for one year. I don't know. See, I, I have my answer. I said my answer, but I really hated the 2020 CrossFit Games, <laughs> just as far as the events went. Yeah. 
like the 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 field was was not diverse enough. Like I I just they did the best with what they could, and God bless them. They said we we're going to establish a fittest man and woman on earth, which is yeah. great. I think uh, if they could have managed to get like ten people, the games would have been awesome. But like 19's events were awesome. They were. No, I, I agree. No, they were good 19's, events in nineteen. 19's events were good, and then the last two days were really cool. Yeah, but the events okay. leading up to the last two days. Here we go. More overrated athlete in the cultural sort of uh, memory of these two athletes. All right. Josh Bridges or Dan Bailey? Dan Bailey. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Dan Bailey. Back it up. I mean, Let's go. Dan Bailey's done nothing. Like, he finished, like, in the top ten how, how many times? At least Once twice. Or twice. At least Once twice. Or twice. I don't think he was ever in the top five. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. My know, no, he, I'm pretty sure he's in the top five. I know he finished sixth one year. Yeah, I remember sixth. But yeah, I, I mean, like he was, like he was good at like the running stuff. He was pretty good, like with some of the barbell stuff. But like, like from when I started CrossFit, he was like, it felt like one of the faces of CrossFit, and he never did anything to deserve it. It's like he like was friends with Rich Froning, and it just kind of like, oh, Rich is the face of CrossFit, and and I'm the guy that's right behind him. So so. This I, have, is... I have no stats to back that up. I just know he never won. <laughs> he never, he never did anything to deserve to be like one of like the, like the faces of, of CrossFit back in the early 2010s. So, dude, this is a tougher question than I thought it was. No, it's not. Man. No, listen, listen. So, Dan Bailey's only been to the games four times as an individual. Okay. His finishes are sixth, eighth, tenth, and fourth. So he's never finished outside the top 10. I didn't Versus know that. Bridges, who has finished second, but that dude can eat a 38th place. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's like the, the tough thing with that. I, I think you, I agree with you. I do think it's Dan Bailey, but it's Dan Bailey. It's like, it's almost like a, you know what you're going to get kind of guy, especially when you look at his finishes, right? Yeah. Where, and He's not really going to win anything unless there's a it's a sprint, like a literal sure. like track sprint. Yeah. Where Josh Bridges, he's liable to win an event or two or three, but then he can also eat a last place on an event too. Yeah, you know. So I do think it's I do think it's probably Dan Bailey just in terms of his like sort of legacy, but. You got to include like Josh Bridges has like four or five of some of the most like iconic moments in CrossFit history. I don't know. I'm I, I kind of want to backpedal this now because honestly, Josh, if we're talking overrated, Josh Bridges has the he's like a folk hero to people, where he's yeah. had some pretty bad finishes too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like so, the 2017 years was his worst finish, correct? When he swallowed uh, the lake water, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm bringing him up on my phone right now. I think that was his worst finish, and that was the year that he decided to to drink lake water that almost killed people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I just like you think of some of the games, and especially like the fittest on earth documentaries, which most of us, a lot of us, like got into CrossFit through. Like he is one of the faces of that. Even even though I don't really feel like he's like an interview or a person that talks on it, but like you see his events and like you get, you get psyched up for him. 
the ones that he wins. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that sort of contributes somewhat to his folk hero's status. Yeah. Um. So his finishes. So Bridges has only been to five games. It sounds about right. But so he only has one more games finish over Bailey. Bridges finished seventh, fourth. I thought he finished second one year. Seventh, fourth, 13th, 29th, 31st. So if you just cut that last one off, his 31st finish, and just compare him and Bailey's top best four finishes, Bailey blows him out of the water. Yeah. But you wouldn't think that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I almost think like Bridges almost is more overrated. You can make an argument Bridges might have been a better athlete, but I think he's almost more overrated because he's like a folk hero that has like all these sponsorship deals and you know what I mean? Yeah. I get what you're so, saying. I, I'm not backpedaling. I still think it's the answer is Dan Bailey, but you make a compelling argument. I don't know. I honestly don't know what my answer is now. I don't have an argument either way. I think there's a that's a good question. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, we'll move on. Yeah, that one took a little long. All right, so if you had to – which documentary are you watching, Fittest on Earth or Every Second Counts? And Every Second Counts was the 2008 games? Yes. Okay. yes. Uh, I'm going – I mean, you already know what I'm going to pick. I'm going oh, I Every Second Counts. Yeah. I, I love the old school shit. Um, I wasn't even involved in CrossFit at that, at that point in time in 2008. Uh, so I love just like looking back on like how far things have come, how much things have changed. I love seeing the, the old, old heads, um, people that were even, like I said before, they weren't even the people that were like, besides Kalipa, the people that I was like really into when I got into CrossFit so much, at least not in that documentary. So it's kind of cool just seeing like that generation that came before me, how they interact with one another, how they saw CrossFit and how they like built the sport from like they're like that's like the honus wagner of crossfit there when you watch like josh everett you know what i mean so uh i think that stuff's cool like watching their training and how these guys were talking about the crossfit games in 2008 like gladiators going in the coliseum and it's like dude you're working out on a farm in front of 150 people <laughs> like compared to like what what goes on now you know what i mean right. with you know millions of people worldwide at this point that do crossfit so yeah that's to me a much more compelling documentary but tell me why i'm wrong well i liked every second counts but fitness on earth 2015 fitness on earth was like it wasn't what got me into crossfit like you had been making me do workouts for quite some time at that point but like that was what like really put the nail in the coffin it was like all right that's what i want to do that's how i want to work out you know um I just I, I hadn't seen anything quite like that. Like I knew what CrossFit was, but the way that they they filmed it, the way that they showed it, it really made it feel like a sport, and uh, made me just want to start doing it every day. Mm. So I like I liked every second counts, but like I don't know, it was it was a lot like rewatching the 2010 games. <laughs> you know, mm. it was just, it, so I don't know. The, watching every second count so isn't as like rough to me as the 2010 games because it was still on the ranch. Like that's true. it was kind of still back in this like primordial thing where it wasn't like a pro sport yet. Yeah. Whereas like when you watch the 2010 games, you're like, this was like maybe a like one year too early. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, they, I remember, 
I remember watching that that documentary and seeing how many like, and I know this still goes on, but like seeing how many people were just like crying and like whining to their like judges and oh, yeah. just the worst sports. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, I know this still goes on, but it's definitely not as noticeable. And not that that's nothing against the movie or the, the documentary. It's just something that I remember from it. But of that um, of that sort of family of documentaries, like 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, like that documentary period. Yeah. Um, I do think 15 is probably the best. It's either it's either 15 or 16 to me. I don't I don't remember the 16 one super well. I think that was like a one and done watch for me. I really like that one. I just really hated because that was the one that like Tia just had no confidence in whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I really like that one except for those moments, but uh, I think the 15 one, it was definitely the most compelling. That was like came down to the wire on both sides. Like, and that was one that I didn't know like who won already. Cause like, I wasn't into it as much. Mm. So like, I was, I was like on the edge of my seat, like who wins this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, da, da, da. who's I, I'm asking you now, right? Yep. Greatest American female athlete ever. Carrie Pierce or Chris Clever? So we talked, like, this is a loaded question because if we're just talking, like, athlete, it's Carrie Pierce. Are we talking, like, career? Like, CrossFit Games career to this point? Because, like, if it's career, it's Kristen Clever. If it's an athlete in general, it's Carrie Pierce. You can pick, you can pick hundreds of people and they'd be more, a better CrossFit athlete than Kristen Clever at this point. Even no, no, career. Either, either, career. Either one is, okay. Yeah, you can't do the thing. Like, you can't do the crossover era thing because then it's, yeah. Then I'm going Kristen Clever because she did, she finished first and second place. Did she win twice? Uh, I know she won 2010. She won 2010, 2011, second place. Yeah, so either way, she took a first and a second. Carrie Pierce hasn't even. Hasn't come, hasn't hit first or second place yet. So, I think the answer is Kristen Clever. Mm. You're an you're an Edelman Hall of Fame guy, aren't you? Good God, no, <laughs> dude, that poor guy. All right, let's take like two minutes and just get through this. <laughs> that poor guy. All he said is like, "I'm retiring. I love you, New England. Thank you for everything." And everyone's like, "Fuck that guy. He doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame." He's yeah, like, like who? And he never who said the, he did. He just wanted yeah. to retire. Like, who was the guy that gave out? Be like, hey, is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? I'm like, it's impossible for wide receivers to get in the the Hall of Fame now. To's not in the Hall of Fame. Like, <laughs> no, Julian Edelman is not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, oh, and like this is the same thing. Uh, it's not quite to the same degree, but this, I feel the same way about Edelman as I do about Eli Manning. Whoa, that's yeah. a hot take. I'll save that one for another time. Yeah, we'll we'll save that one for another podcast. Um. So okay, so the, for some reason the games, uh, don't go don't track back that far, uh, on the site. So I'm looking at Chris Clever's profile, and I hope I didn't mess this up with Bridges, uh, or Bailey either. Um, they only track back to 2012, so I have to dig a little deeper for her finishes. Uh, but 2012 she finished fourth. 2013 she finished 32nd so we know that she won in 2010 and we know Uh, that she won she won in 2010 and i know she finished second at least once that's probably then she probably went first second uh first second fourth then yeah 
So, I mean, if that's the case, uh, I have to go clever just in terms of uh, just she just has that incredibly dominant 2010 win that has literally never been topped. So I think that uh, I think that alone almost gives her just the title. And she's been she had she struggled with so many injuries. I think she probably qualifies. Uh, she struggled with so many injuries. She's got kind of got that like Terrell Davis sort of thing, like yeah. what could have been if, if she just could have stayed healthy. Yeah, and if we're not going to compare eras, it, it, you have to say her. Like even though we think that the athlete, obviously the athletes are better at CrossFit now. If we're, yeah. if we're not comparing eras, it's got she's got to be the answer. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. Next question. Um. So you have to erase one person's games title. Are you going with Ben Smith or Sam Briggs? Yeah, I was afraid of this question. <laughs> I'm glad you get to answer this first. <laughs> um, the, okay, so for anybody listening, the reason this one is a tough question is because they're both awesome and we love them and we're so happy to see them get a title. So it's like the, that's why it makes it difficult and you don't want to answer the question. Um I would probably, if I had to pick one, I'd probably uh, take it from Briggs. And it sucks because, like, she's such a freaking treasure. Um, I hate to take it from her. But, and I'm saying, I'm putting this under the, like, I, when I posed this one to my wife, I was like, you got to pick one to get caught doing steroids. <laughs> Basically, like, you know what I mean? Like, because that first of all, it's the only way that that this makes any sense. Because you can't just yeah, go well, take yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, if you if you frame it from that reference, I'd probably rather it be Briggs, because I think there's probably a you could probably look at Sam Briggs and be like, if she won a title, there's a good chance that it was programming that was very favorable to her that year, and that's why mm-hmm. she won it. Yep. Versus Ben Smith, who's an exceptionally well-rounded athlete that moves extremely well and is very strong, but not the strongest in the field. Uh, you know what I mean? Ben Smith is like the definition of like a true generalist. Yeah. This has nothing to do with their personality, has nothing to do with the years they put in or anything like that. It's just, I think if you compare them side by side and who was actually the fittest person on earth that year, I think it's probably Ben Smith. So I'd probably pull it from Briggs. So you think Ben Smith was more closer to being like, he was more clearly the fittest person on earth as opposed to Sam Briggs. I would feel more comfortable saying Ben Smith was the fittest on earth than Sam Briggs that in their particular years that they won it. But I would also fight anybody that would say that Sam Briggs was not the fittest person on earth in 2013. I think I have to go Briggs too, just because she's got some just jarring weaknesses. Right. You know, like and Ben Smith has got like he had some bad finishes. Like he didn't do great on like the sandbag over the wall thing. I know he finished poorly in that one, and I know he had a couple other bad ones. But like Sam Briggs's events, like anything like with a heavy barbell or God forbid she has to do a handstand walk, like <laughs> yeah, like that's that's like last place finish. So I, I think the the correct answer is Sam Briggs, right. And like, it seems like we found out like that she 
man should probably skate a little bit that year because we found out she's not a great handstand walker the following year. Yeah. So and it pains me to say like, it. Gives me no pleasure to say it. It's funny when you watch like like highlights of like those games, the 2013, and then leading up to the 2014 games. Dude, she was like – she was untouchable. Like people were like scared of her. It was like she was Tiger Woods or something. <laughs> It's like no, no, no chance anyone in the world can beat Sam Briggs, and then they throw a handstand walk in at regionals. And she right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she showed up to regionals with her red golf shirt on and everything, yeah. and black, <laughs> black pants. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. So, little a couple shots across the bow on this one. More embarrassing games meltdown. Katrin David's daughter in that like legendary rope climb at regionals or Camille LeBlanc uh, on the snatch event in 2015, or I'm going to throw a third option in or other be specific. Go. I think this I'm going to go. This, this is yeah. the, this is the reaction to the event. I think I'm going to go with Camille. Even though I, I think Katrin's was like a worse look. But like the <laughs> the meltdown factor of like Camille just blowing up at a judge is uh is what took the kick because like Catcher just like kind of laid on the ground and cried and felt sorry for herself and made it a spectacle. But like like Camille like that judge had to be like scared for her life or her, his or her life. Yeah. So and apparently the meltdown kept going after the event was over. Yeah. Which <laughs> it apparently wasn't a good look either. And you know, you know, her English was terrible like, while she's yelling. So it's like, like you can understand like a half of what she's what's coming out of her mouth. Um, I'm gonna disagree. I'm actually gonna say Catherine's. Um, but then like somebody is listening and is like, we're probably spinning. I'm like, well, she turned that into the two time. Like, okay, yes, yeah, it's great. The Ben Bergeron, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to you, was you sucking on a rope climb oh, yeah. and moping about it. That's not what but, we're uh, talking about. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, right. But uh, I would say Katrin's was worse because I think in Camille's situation, it was a bad judge. And it was a bad call. Yeah. Uh, and you can chalk that to just like, oh, she's just fiery and passionate, which I don't agree with, but you can at least chalk it up that way. Yeah. And you can say like, Oh, I just reacted negatively because I'm a passionate athlete. And that's how, whereas like, whereas like Katrin just quit. She just sat on the ground, cried and felt sorry for herself, which is like, in my opinion, probably the worst reaction you can have in any situation as an athlete of any kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? If me, that's just me personally, probably because I have more of a team sport background. So like, that's like if you quit, like that's the worst thing you can do to, your, to in a sport. And she did it like two years later too. Yeah, you, you will never forgive her for that. <laughs> no, I'll never forgive Castro for letting her win. <laughs> that's right, yeah, right, right. Win. All right, let's move on. All right. Um, so if you had to give the title to one athlete in the let's just say in the last ten years, you go in Pancheck. Saunders, or if you can think of somebody else, I'm gonna say I want Panchik to get it because I feel like Kara has like she's almost been to the mountaintop and she's like she's like eh 
not okay. I shouldn't say I shouldn't make it sound laissez faire like that. I think she's been nearly to the mountaintop, and that's she's satisfied with that. Like it's not going to keep her up at night. Whereas, yeah. like I think Pancheck has just been like he's Mister Consistent, but just hasn't quite gotten there. And he's he's put in probably about as much time as as Car has. I would want to see him just. I want to see him really get there, like the Ben Smith thing. Like he's been close, but never until 2015, like never actually gotten there. So I would love to see him get that and for him to have, so there could be no argument over who the best Panchik brother is. Yeah. That that could be an interesting argument, like in a year. Right. That's the thing. It's like, Oh shit. I hope that, yeah, I don't want this to turn into a discussion. It should be just Scott. No questions asked. Uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Cara. Not Cara's biggest fan. I think she's, I don't know. She's different, but like for like two years there, like she was up at the top and then got hurt. Like got she, pregnant. Well, so I'm talking about even further back. The yeah, year okay, bef- yeah. The year before she had the heat stroke, she was like, on, I think she was in first place and then hurt her. Like she hurt her back in the workout and had to withdraw. She mm-hmm. was in first or second place. And then the following year, she gets the heat stroke during Murph, still finishes like fifth. So. I and I don't think in that following year, the Murph workout year, 2015, there wasn't an athlete that ran away with it. I think she had a good chance to have it that year. So I think, I think she deserves. I mean, they both deserve it, but I think she deserves it more because she's because she's been closer. And so you're saying the opposite of the Sam Briggs argument we just made. She deserves it because there were years you legitimately could say she was the fittest person on earth. Correct. She did the. She earned it. She should already have one. Well, like right. I said, 2014. She was in first place all the way. She right. was in first place on Sunday and then got hurt. So up until that moment when she got hurt, she was the fittest person. At yeah, the that's fair. So. Um, would you rather do Atalanta? <laughs> would you rather do Atalanta RX with no time cap or get Brooke Entz's coach's pass at a semifinal? And you, oh, and you can't kill yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Atlanta, bro. <laughs> I'm going to Atlanta. I'll take two hours to do the workout and a two-hour ice bath afterwards for my knees. But I'm doing Atlanta. Yeah, I think one way or another, I'm putting my body in serious risk of 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 harm. Yeah. <laughs> one like one's like the slow burn. Yeah, yeah I think I'm with you. I'll do I'll do Atlanta and just take the hospital run. Dude, there's mental repercussions for that weekend with Brooke Ends. Yeah, right. <laughs> those, th- those things that just kind of live with you for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'd have PTSD. Um, also, she just doesn't seem like a super fun person to hang out with all the time. So No, I can't imagine having a good conversation with her. I could at least get some friends to do Atalanta like in, as like a team while I do it. Yeah. Just like to keep me company. <laughs> Yeah, we could all hang out while you do it, or while we do it, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. All right. Let's get into some fun ones here. Who you got, Eddie Hall or Thor in Thor. the boxing match? Thor. Thor. I'm going to take the reach. Thor's a better athlete. He was a basketball player. Uh, I'm going to go Thor. Even if, even if Thor is a weaker boxer, which I think there's a good chance he is, I'm going to take the guy who I think has a superior reach, superior level of athleticism. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going Eddie Hall. I'm going Eddie Hall. I watched, I watched Thor's like boxing match that he had to like prepare, and it was it was not pretty. I heard Hall's was pretty rough. I didn't see his boxing match. I didn't know he even had a boxing match. I know he's he's got a freaking boxing match in his or a boxing ring in his basement. But no, yeah, I, I heard that I, his uh his like he like spars in training and it's 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 just pretty ugly. I mean, I can't imagine it's good for either one of them. Like it, this is going to be the coolest like two and a half minutes, and then it's going to be the worst four rounds or however long it is of TV. I'm really looking forward to. It. Did they uh did they announce any of the other undercards that are going to be in that fight? No, but I have a, a theory of at least one person. And I'm, it's Steffi Cohen. It's got to be Steffi Cohen. <laughs> that's a great, great theory. <laughs> that is that's a that is a really good call. I like that because she's all about boxing. She yeah, she's been really great. likes attention. And she's going to enjoy the payday. It's got to be her. I, I just don't know, like, another, like, fitness, like, female. Like, Dana Lynn would... Bailey. I guess. There's – dude, there are – are you kidding me? I, there I, don't is a, I just don't There is a bottomless well of Instagram model chick – like, the fitness expert chicks that would that would jump into that boxing match. I'm sure that they would jump into it, but, like – and they've all got a following, but, like, enough of a following to, like, be – person on an undercard you know like i feel like there are there are probably 30 or 40 women out there in the world that have more that have more instagram followers than eddie hall and uh and thor that's probably that are just fitness probably a generous number that's probably a generous number i'm what you think there's fewer I'm thinking there's way more. Right. I'm saying like I'm saying they're just women that are just into working out and they just and they just happen to be hot. Yeah. Not, but I want to make be very clear. That is not Steffi Cohen. Steffi Cohen is a legitimate doctor and like oh yeah, really, really intelligent. But I'm yeah. saying just if you want to just find a fitness, like a chick that's into fitness to box Steffi Cohen, you could find 50 of them out there with more followers than Thor and Eddie Hall. Yeah. Now uh, let me ask you this. Do you think they're going to try and get one of these YouTube fighters to get in on this this fight? I hope not. I'm so over that. Yeah, but I mean, they it, people watch it. I haven't watched any of them, but people will watch it. Dude, the perfect one for Steffi Cohen would be, would be uh, Brooke Entz. Yeah. That'd be a great one. Brooke, Brooke Entz is one of the few chicks that I think could actually go pound for pound with her in terms of like actual like strength and muscle. Steffi Cohen's a world record holder power lifter. Oh, yeah. So, like, whoever you put in the ring with her, like, she better be strong or it's going to be ugly. Problem with Steffi Cohen. Steffi Cohen's like four foot ten. Right. That's you put Ence is a little bit weaker, but a little bit taller. Yeah. You know? I don't know. That's a that's an interesting one, though. I, I bet you that that is in the works as we speak. I think so. Well, because <laughs> Frazier was talking about it. He 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 knows some people that like possibly could be getting a contract offer. And he knows them well because he works with them. There's And there's like probably 10, 15 different powerlifter females that we don't even know of that would jump in. Too. Yeah. You know, All right, we spent too much time on this topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we spent the most time on is Eddie Hall. Yeah, right, right, right. And it wasn't even because of Eddie Hall on tour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dubai or Wadapalooza. Which one are you, uh, you going to go visit oh. to go watch? You said this is obvious. I don't think this is obvious. 
I, mean, I, know I feel like I it's I feel like it's obvious because it's Dubai. Yeah, that's like, where I'm going. Yeah, Dubai is like the easy answer because like I mean, you and I can go to Miami for not much at all. Like that's not like a life changing trip. Dubai would be life changing. Right. You know what I mean? Not life changing. Like that's a that's a life experience. No, it's, I think going to Dubai would be a life altering experience. You, it's a yeah. completely different part of the world, and it's an oasis in a completely different part of the world. Yeah. And it's a city, uh, what seems like unlike almost any other city on earth. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, like that's like like you can't get that experience anywhere else. Right. So yeah, that's why I'd go. I'd go Dubai. Yeah. All right. Next. All right. YouTube channel. You watching Craig Ritchie or the Buttery Bros? Craig Ritchie, next question. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cop Day, are you are are you a bring a sandwich kind of guy, or are you doing just are you doing the chicken and rice, or are you are you bringing a Snickers bar? Because we've already established that's what everyone's doing now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, <laughs> that's the answer. No, I'm a I'm a sandwich guy. I'm not a fan of doing all the meal prep for the cop. I'm like, pack me a sandwich, give me a little little baggie, and just let it go. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I'm actually not even a sandwich guy. I'm more like a bring nothing and then see what I can scratch I was together. Say, you're like, a, you're a guy. What are the like, free giveaways at the comp? Doesn't bring anything and has to hope that like your wife decided to bring it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, uh, what was in the what was in the swag bag? We got at sign up. I'll eat that. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't get do hungry you, at competitions, so that's, do athletes that's a get tough free meals here? <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, I've been to a few where like the like the prepackaged meal companies were there, and I'm like, so like yours are free, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man! All right, you got any more? No, man. I think. Um. All right, yeah, I got one more. Sticking on the YouTube channel. You watching Jacob Hepner or are you watching Josh Bridges? Um, Josh Bridges, uh, his YouTube channel from what I, I haven't seen much of, uh, either of theirs, but I've watched a few of his, a few of Bridges videos and, uh, I'm going Bridges just because Hepner, I don't find the most amusing person. And at least with Bridges, I'm going to get like a good workout. Like yeah. I'll get good workout ideas, but most of his videos are kind of like, you've seen one of them. You pretty much seen most of them. Yeah. You know, I'm going Hebner. I think he's got a little bit more interesting. Got a little bit more diversity to his channel. Probably. I'll so, give you that. I mean, there's not not much to talk about on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to do it from there. Uh, thanks for listening today, everybody. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a follow on Facebook. And hey, we want to do another Run It Back podcast. So if you guys have any suggestions on anything you want to see or hear from us, uh, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for tuning in.